This episode of MMA Notes is brought to you by NordVPN. Get advanced security, internet freedom, and complete privacy. Save 73% off the two-year plan plus four months free with code MMA Nuts. Wild Alaskan Company. Healthy, affordable, convenient fish sent right to your door. Save $25 off with code BIGFISH25. Liquid Web, one of the top hosting companies around. Save 55% off with code BIGFOOT. Prolon, nourish your body with healthy plant-based ingredients that have been backed by science. Save 15% off with code FIT. Defense Soap, everyday soaps for everybody. Use code MMA Nuts to save 15% off your order. Hey fans, this is MMA Nuts, episode 648. 648! My name's Ingo Weigold. Matt Griffith, MMA show by my fans, for my fans, walk the line between serious and ridiculous. Sweet. What is that? A pen? No, just, I don't know, some random thing I have. I think <laughs> I think it's a AirPod cleaner thing. So I just realized I have, I, I have no uh, no liquid. That's okay, though. I don't I don't need any. It's very late. We're, we're recording this post-Super Bowl. Yeah, post-Super Bowl. Uh, it's like 10.45. It's, like, it's very late in the evening. Uh just got done watching the uh, Chiefs come back and beat the Niners. What are your thoughts, Matt? What are your thoughts? It's fucking depressing. I like to root for underdogs. Yes. I don't, I don't like these. Uh... Dynasties? <sighs> yeah, and like all this Taylor Swift bullshit. It's all conspiracy. I don't like it. I feel like it it's is. a setup. Yeah, it's it's too bad. It was a good game. I was rooting for the Niners. Um what do you think about the commercials? Because I, I want to point out one that I noticed that the Bud Light commercial with the Clydesdales. Did you see that one mm. near the end in the fourth quarter? No. Dana White was on that commercial. And... Oh, I saw that earlier. Yeah, but not during the Super Bowl. Yeah. So um, I thought there were a couple of decent commercials that were pretty funny. They had one with a bunch of like people from Friends and shit, and it was just kind of cool. But um, one of the better Super Bowl games I think in a while. So. Yeah, when you go to overtime and anybody's got a chance, mm-hmm. not so much. And I'll just say we could have had Patrick Holmes as a Chicago Bear. Uh, it took Mitch Trubinsky. Mitch Trubinsky. Well, the, I, we had some people over tonight, and, and we were talking about quarterbacks for the Bears. And yes. the, the challenge was name one quarterback that you would consider uh, it, at the level of someone like a Patrick Mahomes that the Bears have had in their entire history of playing, and we couldn't name one. Closest, Zero. Of, of course, McMahon was was uh, um, able to make plays, but I'm not going to go out. He wasn't like this amazing he was a athlete. Super athlete, no, no. He was just he just kind of could figure shit out, you know. But, yeah, he was good, but he's not like a fucking phenom. No. And so with a large city like ours, it's very strange that we we just can't seem to figure that out. We've never. I know. Like how many cracks? It's like, that's why I say in this draft, you got to take a fucking quarterback. You got to. Yes. I know you'll get a, a king's ransom to pass up that, but you got to take your shot. You got to get another fucking QB in here. Because without that, you're not going anywhere. And uh, we, I think, I think we've established Caleb fields. Williams is is the guy yeah. that everyone's you know. I mean, there's there's some red flags from a lot of people I've talked to about him. Yeah. So we'll see. I mean, he I don't think he comes issue free. And ever mm-hmm. and again, all these quarterbacks sometimes they look great on paper, and then you get them in here and they're like, oof, 
that one's not going to work, but you got to roll the dice. You got to do it. We can't keep going the way we're going. You got to take another guy. Sorry. I mean, I, I think uh, there's that guy out of Oregon. I like him a lot. Bo Nix, I think he's called. So, Well, that's the other thing, too. Or you trade one down if you want to be a gambling man and let the other fucking whoever's the number one take whatever quarterback they want, and then you take what's the, the number two. Like, that's an option also. Because then you, you, you're dipping in both sides. You know, you're getting a bunch of draft picks, and you're still getting a quarterback. So mm-hmm. we'll see. We'll see what happens. We will see. And then just quickly, I saw the they announced that the Blackhawks are going to host the St. Louis Blues at Wrigley Field for the Ooh. 2025 Winter Classic. So uh, what what cool. month is that? Uh, it's going to be cold. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't know. Like maybe I um because they shit I should know that I want to say it's January. Okay, I mean it depends. This January February hasn't been exactly cold, so yeah. This if it was this year, it'd be perfect. You can go out there and you know shorts and a t shirt on some days if you drink enough beers. Yeah, I mean we've had some fifty degree temperatures here lately, so like holy shit. Yep. Yep. And then uh, switch over right into some MMA. What do you want to start with? I don't know. Did you watch the fights this weekend? I saw a couple. I saw a handful. Uh, Ige, like, didn't he murder? (laughs) He fucking murdered someone. I was like, holy shit. Uh, Yeah, Andre Feely got a $50,000 bonus for that. Yeah, you should have. So I just saw the highlights on that. I did not um, watch the whole event. You know, I think we talked about this a couple weeks ago. It's just not been amazing. No, and it's it's part of the problem. And I think a lot of people are starting to finally get on board with this. And even the fighters, too. I I think everyone's just sick of seeing them fight at the apex, right? Because I, I know from a financial standpoint, it makes a fuck ton of sense. Because you're going to save so much cabbage. Mm-hmm. It's just easy. But if I'm a fighter... I do not want to fight in like someone's backyard and that's the feel. Well, I might like to do that, but that's the feel that you're getting. Like you're not getting pumped up from a crowd. So I don't feel like you're going to get the best performances out of these fighters either because you don't get the rush from the crowd. GSP has talked about that. Like the fucking rush from the crowd. That helps. Right. Yeah. And again, but like, like the quality of that card, can you even put that in a fucking arena? I don't think so. I mean, they'd have a hard time selling tickets. So, right. Unless it's someplace they haven't been in like five years. Right. Then they're just hungry. Yeah. You give them a main event and like the rest of shit. Mm-hmm. But we've seen that fail in the past too because, oh, the main event breaks off and now you don't have a card. This <laughs> is everything else is dog shit. We got to yes. cancel this whole fucking thing. Yes. We don't want that to happen. So, John Jones. Um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then let, let's go to the positive. So, this weekend we have USC 298 coming up. You have Volkanovsky. I don't know how to pronounce this other guy's last name. Was it Toporia? I'll buy I that for a dollar. Yeah, so Toporia. You have the, and Volkanovsky, he was recently talking about his last fight. And I think he said he was like drinking every day or something. Yeah, for like a couple weeks. Yeah. So, like, I'll go back to the big screen, but just briefly, like, what was his deal then? Like, was he 
did he mention why he was doing it? I didn't get the uh, whole. Well, from what I understand, and some of the information was somewhat cryptic. Uh, you know, I don't know that he was telling everything to everyone. It seemed to me like no. he was depressed and he was having a hard time with life away from fighting. So, you know, when he was in camp, he was feeling good. Then when he was not in camp, he was struggling and he was drinking and doing stuff. And I think they, you know, they had called him to fight and it was like, oh, he was like on a, I don't know, three week kind of bender. <laughs> <Just a bender. laughs> yeah. <laughs> sure. You know, and and then he's like, oh, I got to snap out of this. I got to cut a bunch of weight and stop drinking all the time. And, you know, it's, I don't know. He seems like the kind of guy who needs to have that physical release in his life. And and I get that. Um, I mean, maybe you should talk to somebody. Just work that shit out. <laughs> just I don't beat know. his dick. I mean, you know, you have two hands, you beat the shit out of something. Uh-huh. I don't know. So he had that going on. Let's see what other fights are on this card. It's a solid card. You got the Polo Costa, Robert Whitaker. Mm-hmm. Fucking Costa looks like he's in goddamn phenomenal shape. He does. That's yeah, his he... first fight back in a while, yeah? Yeah, because I don't know what's been going on. A lot of shit. Yeah. Drama. And he's actually an <laughs> uh, underdog in that. Yeah. And you have Jeff Neal, Ian Gary, <laughs> Rob versus Henry Cejudo. So you got some uh, legit fights here. And then uh, here we go. Kenzie Dern. The undercard. I, I feel like she should be on the main card. Drop these two pies. I agree. But I think they're trying to sell the pay-per-view again. Like, let's put a hot fight on right before the fucking main event. Let's just scroll down, scroll down. I mean, it kind of dropped. Ooh, Andrea Lee, Miranda Maverick. I like to see that fight. I feel like that one could even... I feel like this one should be the one into the main card. And then you move up the Dern Lemos and then you drop this. Because even look at the ranking. You have seven and three. I get what they're doing, but it doesn't make sense. So mm-hmm. I'd rather move that one up. But solid card. Yeah, uh, I, th- I think you're going to have a mix of some decisions. Maybe I, I-, I think uh, the main event might have a KO in it. We'll see. You know. I'd- yeah, I would imagine Volkanovski is going to bounce back pretty hard mm-hmm. on this one because – if if he hit that low, he's gonna come in hot, <laughs> and uh, I expect a reasonably early finish to redeem himself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. I'm excited. I think it's gonna be a good start to a real card, you know, for the first quarter of 2024. Yeah, and it it's kind of sad because like back in the day, there was like it was uh, every card was pretty solid. Like when they look. You know, it's old school reminiscing, but you look around the walls of, I mean, even behind me, if if you can see whatever's here, it's just usually insane shit that we used to get on a regular basis. And then it just became like, you can't go, I think probably back then too, I could name every person on the roster and tell you a little bit about everybody and yep. what their style was. But again, I think we're talking two, 300 fighters. And now we're talking about 500 plus fighters it's insane and it's more of we got to churn out a card every week Mm -hmm. regardless of the quality it's quantity versus quality we're in a quantity problem right now unfortunately and we've been there for a while but you know lots of quantity never ending amount of quantity so hopefully these pay-per-views will uh pick that up and uh we'll see what happens 
Speaking of that, let's uh, do a little sponsor action. Mm-hmm. This episode is sponsored by Blue Chew. Let's talk about sex, guys. Remember the days when you're always ready to go. Now you can increase your performance, get that extra confidence, the jackhammer in action in the bed, bedrooms, super duper performances. Listen up, bluechew.com. And just remember, Blue Chew is an on- online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, and Levitra, but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost. You can take them anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead or be ready whenever an opportunity arises. Best part, it's all done on the internet, made in the USA, and you can get it directly mm-hmm. shipped to your door, like, quick, you know? That's right. If you want to fuck like a champ, you get the Blue Chew, and Blue Chew wants to help you have better sex. Discover your options at bluechew.com. Chew it and do it. We've got a special deal for our listeners. You can try Blue Chew free. Use our promo code NUTS at checkout. Just pay $5 shipping. That's bluechew.com, promo code NUTS to receive our first month free. Visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. We thank Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast. And we're also brought to you by OneSkin. February is the month of love, so why not show some love to your skin? Most skincare routines only deliver superficial results. But thanks to today's sponsor, OneSkin, you get a scientifically proven treatment that improves the appearance and health of your skin at the cellular level. The secret, OneSkin's proprietary OS1 peptide. It's the first ingredient scientifically proven to reduce the buildup of senescent cells. These notorious zombie cells contribute to skin aging. Fewer zombie cells mean healthier, younger-looking skin with fewer lines and wrinkles, reduced age spots, and a stronger natural barrier, something that's especially important this time of year, like when it's cold. Your skin does so much for you. Return to favor with one skin. And for a limited time, our listeners and viewers will get an exclusive 15% off their first one skin purchase using the code FIT15 when you check out at oneskin.co. Invest in the health and longevity of your skin with one skin. That's right. I think what I just heard is it'll kill fucking zombies. That's what I'm here for. I'm here for the lotion that'll kill zombies. Got some here. <laughs> I use it daily. Yes. It is very dry. My skin gets very crackly out in this temperatures. So I love to put this on. What is it? You put the lotion on. Uh, it puts the lotion on its skin, right? Yeah. Something like that. Uh, one skin is more than skincare. It's about skin longevity, targeting the root cause of aging to help you look and feel your best at every age. Get started today with 15% off using code fit 15 at oneskin.co. That's 15% off at oneskin.co with code fit 15. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you the MMA Nuts MMA podcast, the best episode and MMA podcast in the world. It's time for you to expect more from your skincare routine. Invest in the health of your skin with OneSkin. Just like that. Back to the show. Back to the hoe. (laughs) Back to the hoe. I like it. Um, Yeah, what's going on? I'm looking at the news I have. I scratched my head. (laughs) Yeah. For good luck. My eyeballs are my eyeballs are strained. Every time there's a screen that's oh, yeah. really bright, my eyes are going like, "Oh, I can't read that." I can see it. It's super, it, your face is so white from the fucking like so screen white. is blasting it's, you. That's why I love the sites that use darker backgrounds. Anyway, so I want to yeah. talk to you, I want to talk to you about Matt Brown because he had some Matt problems Brown. about uh, this misunderstanding that Dustin Poirier supposedly had. With it him. is good. 
right? And he was saying that he doesn't really understand what not coming to terms means. He's like, <laughs> they just set the terms and you just sign the contract and, and you go. That's how he's always done it. And, you know, they asked me if I want to fight this guy and I say, okay. And I've never really, he says, I've never really negotiated or asked for a different guy. It's not really been my style. It's pretty simple for me. I've always been happy with the way they treated me and the pay they give me and everything. I don't really know what they mean when they say they didn't come to terms. The terms are, you're going to fight a guy on this date. Go do it. So what what are your thoughts? Good approach, Matt, bad approach? Well, I'll just say this. Matt is a fighter, true and true. Yes. A businessman, not so much. But I, I can respect where he's coming from. Did it cost him money? Fuck yeah, it did. Because I think in there, he also, I don't know if you just said that too, is that he had he had named his price, like he he negotiated once, he talked to Dana White, and he told Dana a price he wanted, and Dana said, okay. He's like, fuck, I should ask for more. Of course. Mm -hmm. And that's why I always go, do you really need a manager when you're in the UFC? Because I feel like there's not much negotiating going on, and the manager oh. is taking 10 15%. And I almost feel, and this maybe is a management question or a thought that they should just be paid on a contract basis. They shouldn't be taking 10, 15% of your career earnings, like negotiate this contract and I'll give you like two grand. Like a flat rate. Yeah. It's a flat rate. Like why do they get so much money? Like you're not negotiating, you're negotiating one contract that may be five fights, but you're going to take let's just call it 15%. You're going to take 15% of each one of those fights. 100% yeah. bullshit. I agree. It is bullshit. But that's the game, right? That's always yeah. been the way the game's been played. And, you know, we had the Johnny Hendricks model, which is like they pay, yeah. every, they pay like you a, a salary up front, even when you're not making money, and then they get like half of everything. Yeah, they took 50% because then it became a problem once he – it was great when he wasn't a champion – but then he started making championship money. It's like, uh, I'm not fucking giving you half of all this. And then I think he he negotiated his way out of it. But um, it's the same thing because I think they're doing that. I saw something. I think it was on Real Sports on HBO. And I think we've talked about this in the past where mm -hmm. companies were doing that with minor league baseball players because as a minor yep. leaguer, they're putting X amount of guys in a room. You're not, you're not getting good sleep, good food or whatever companies are doing the same thing and saying we'll take a percentage of your fucking yep. career earnings you're getting your own fucking like sweet hotel room you're getting all the supplements you need you're getting a fucking chef you're getting all this stuff so it's that like is it worth it because you're gonna you're gonna have the best of the best training and people to help you but at what cost like are you gonna make it on your own without that help it's hard to know right yeah, you know, I, I I tend to think that you do need help sometimes, but I don't. I, I think if you want it, you you'll figure out a way to make it happen. And and it's not good to bet the farm. Similar to like you see, like if you ever watch Shark Tank, you know you don't want to give yeah. away fifty percent yeah. of your your brand new company because you know those 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 rich people on that show are like, yeah, well, sure, we'll give you like ten thousand dollars for half your business. That's like easy, right? right? But you don't want to do that. That's just not a good move. Maybe five percent. You know, not, right. not 50 or 2%. Right. Or you know? like, like someone, let's just say there was a company that we we've dealt with a few companies that have made it to shark tank and one of them made it there and then didn't take the deal. And then they thought they were all cool. And then 
canceled all their relationships and then they went out of business like a year later. Mm-hmm. I wonder how that works, how that works out. Huh? Anyway, side note, don't mm-hmm. fuck the people that have been loyal to you. That's yes. the moral of the story. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, I saw Gino Carano just filed a lawsuit against Disney. Oh, yes. Yep. For uh, being fired <clears throat> from the Mandalorian mm-hmm. and Elon Musk is funding that lawsuit. So good for her. And and it's another one of those stupid ones where you tweet something and whoever you're working for fires you, you should be able to have an opinion and it shouldn't cost you your fucking job. No. And then on, there's a, a tie back to Gina while we're talking about this. So 17 years ago, almost to the day, here we go. February 10th, 2007, Gina Carano, Julie Kedzie competed in the first women's MMA fight in history to air on live television. Crazy thing is, watched it. And then I forget, oh, yeah, I've been watching fucking UFC and MMA since 93. Oh, Mm -hmm. yeah, I forget this sometimes. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, Like, mm -hmm. oh. But, yeah. And then she had her fight with Cyborg. That didn't work out so well for Gina, but. No, I mean, just like Ronda, she kind of hit the wall eventually, right? Yeah, but then you, you springboard to something else. So Gina went into acting had a career over there still is doing stuff she wasn't she on like the american gladiators or something too yes that sounds yeah. Right. yeah she did that she got real fucking beefy like holy shit nice <laughs> sometimes you got to get thick to do mm-hmm. work but i feel like she could be back on the mandalorian because who else was on the mandalorian mm-hmm. uh, just, he recently passed away was in the Rocky oh, movies. Carl, Carl Weathers. Yeah, he just yeah, right. passed away. Rest in peace, yeah. Carl. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was in Mandalorian, fucking Rocky, Happy Gilmore. So I don't know where I'm going with that, but. And then, oh, I think this, this all ties together too with Disney. So I saw Disney, Warner Brothers, and Fox are now going to partner and they're creating a joint sports streaming service that's going to include uh... ESPN. Fox Sports 1, ABC, Fox, TNT, and TBS. So are they basically just recreating cable now? Well, I, I've thought this in a, for a while now. It seems like we've we've gone in some weird direction now where we all got away from cable like years ago. Except for me. <laughs> I still and, have the stupid shit. <laughs> and, and, and then you start adding this streaming thing and that streaming thing. And then you start thinking like, I, I think I made my own cable. Like I, I mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. It's like, it's weird. And now some places are exclusive with certain things, you know, like there was a football game I couldn't watch. Like, I don't know, at some point it was, it was on Peacock or something. I'm like, I don't got fucking Peacock. Like, how do I, yeah. Yeah. You, you know? So it's like, it's confusing. Right. So you kind of, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I think it's, it's coming and they're all going to, some big things going to happen. I think we're, it's all gonna mesh together. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna all gonna consolidate again. We talked about Netflix doing live streams, right? For sort of yeah. for wrestling, and it's just it's we're heading in that direction, you know. So, and unfortunately, I think the rumor that I'm hearing is this: Disney and ESPN are gonna start doing that password sharing bullshit that Netflix just did. Which is what's that? where if it's not that ip address that the home account is registered on then you're not going to be able to watch it 
Really? Yeah. Oh, so what like, if you, what what if you're traveling? Well, you might get a temporary code for like a few days, but so like Netflix, they were all about that sharing. So like, my daughter would use our account. My wife's parents would use it. So then like they shut all that off. And then I'm like, I had to add another account for my daughter and another account for my wife's parents. Like what the fuck? And, oh, and yeah. they're going to start doing mem that. Member slots now for, so you can buy an extra slot for another, oh man. Okay. Yeah. Guess who's going to need another one of those uh -huh. right here, man. <laughs> <laughs> or I, i've got some thoughts i've got thoughts we'll talk about that offline offline anyways so that's yeah. coming down the pipeline what's this happening uh well i have <laughs> here let me see if i can share this um i have here uh hopefully it's not too loud yeah there we go nate diaz and dr phil <laughs> I was just asking. Yeah, I know. God damn, how old is Dr. Phil? He looks like he had some work done. I like it when you said the audience is a bunch of hoes. <laughs> they That's seem right. little, they seem a little tipsy or something. I don't know. Like they're, they're, fucking wasted, like high uh, as shit, right? Yeah, I don't know, but Dr. Phil looks happy. From from what I know, I've I've heard and read about him. He's kind of a tough, like he's kind of a hard ass. Like even though he seems like soft, like he's kind of a, I don't know. That's from what I've read. Well, that he, he's I was gonna say, ass. I would imagine if you're successful in TV world, you're not getting there by being soft. No, because I think about Ellen. <laughs> she's oh, yeah. not. She's a fucking not so nice lady. That's what they say. Mm-hmm. And another one pretty fit. I think they're eating babies. I'm not sure. They're doing something. Like, how do these people stay young eternally? <sighs> Money, power. Yeah. Sex, I think there's drugs, something rock, else going rock and roll. On. Mm -hmm. uh, let's see. As I'm, I mix a drink and let's see. Oh, I killed this bottle. So I'm going to start a new bottle. I, uh, I saw that, you know, we were talking about that Mike Tyson boxing match versus Mark Hunt. Yeah. I think it was last week or the week. Yeah before they sit now there's talking about there's going to be a four-man tournament still still saudi arabia mark hunt mike tyson lennox lewis and david tua so they're doing a all it's like a combat sports legends all guys over 50 wow <laughs> like holy shit like i i physically know how i feel and I don't feel great at 50. I cannot imagine physically competing unless you're on like all sorts of shit. And then still, it's got to be a motherfucker. And then a combat sport too on top of it. Like, fuck me. And if, if we're talking tournament, I didn't see the details of this, but mm -hmm. are we talking you're fighting twice in a night? I would hope There's not. no way you can do that. No. There's no, no. way. But if it's a, they're saying it's a four-man tournament, that sounds, I mean, I guess that can go either way, right? 
You well, could do it in one night or multiple. I think it would drag out over the course of three or four months. Yeah, they would to, have to. They're going to be too fucked up, right? Yeah, no, two times a quarter. They probably will have should have some alternates. Oh, yeah, yeah, like we'll... the Strike Force tournament, where how Cormier snuck in there at the end and yep, fucking won that, won the whole thing. Yep. Mm-hmm. Who knew? Multiple champion, different places. Anyway, what else is going on? Uh, well, got some video of Chuck Liddell. I can't share audio because there's background music. Mm. I wish I could, but here he is. I don't know if you saw this. Um, he's like, Hey, take this leg kick. Uh, right? <laughs> well, I'm assuming it's like a boyfriend to his daughter is the yeah, way he so, attacked that kid. Like, like, I'm going to uh, see percentage. That's like 90%. Oh man. And what about Chuck's gut? His gut He's is pregnant. It's <laughs> fucking huge. I love Chuck. That's awesome. Uh, fucking A, man. I just, when we, I think we, one of the events we saw him, right, in person, I forgot. It was fucking and I was massive. Like, I was like, oh my God, is he big? I didn't realize he doesn't, like, not that he doesn't look big. He definitely looks big. But I'm like thinking, like, he's not that much bigger than me. And then I'm like, holy fuck he was he looked like he was six five or six six in person but i mean we've walked next to certain people and we're like whole like holy shit one way or the other because i remember standing next to check congo and check looked big and i'm like wow check's not really that big i'm like almost the same size of him he's probably a little bigger than me but i didn't feel like very lean like and then but then remember we we saw sergey karatanov backstage at glory i'm like Holy fuck. That guy is a monster. He's, he's massive. He's crazy big. Solid lumberjack dude. Or BJ, yeah. BJ Penn. BJ Penn was so tiny. And so I always tiny. made a joke like, I could go down to shake his hand. I'm like, hey, little man. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. Dana, Dana was actually pretty big meeting him, yeah. but he had like tiny little boy hand when I shook his hand. Yeah. Like, oh, little small hand guy. Okay. But it, it's just because you never, you can't gauge the size of people when you see them on TV until you see him in person because every UFC fighter looks like a giant. And I think the most shocking one was BJ Penn. You know, like, God damn, you're tiny. Super tiny. Yep. Really small. But then again, he's 155 pounder. So yeah. like fucking 70 pounds bigger than you. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. I don't know. Depending on, depending on the day. That's right. And I don't even know how tall he was. He's probably five, 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 six. So yeah. Or Joe Rogan height. But anyway, there was another list out of the 100 top 100 highest paid athletes. I'll Ooh. pull this fucker up. I like to see these when these come out. And one of the things that was weird this time around, as I share the screen, no MMA fighter is on here. So again, and this blows my mind. This is in a fucking year. Oh, yeah. Ronaldo, 275 million. Is that legal? It's you legal. can make that much in one year? Oh, John Brown makes that much? Holy yeah, shit. Yeah, because did, did he sign with... Uh, live, live yeah. or live, live. Yeah, he yeah. did, yeah. Which, I mean, everybody should have. I don't know what they were doing because I thought they kind of combined or whatever. Mm-hmm. Messi, I mean, 130... Well, he's half of fucking Ronaldo. And then you go to basketball. The other thing you don't see, there's no fucking hockey players on here. Because no. I think the most... Or football. Is, We'll get into football because you got the uh, quarterbacks. Lamar, the Mahomes and Lamar Jackson. Yep, I see them. He passed them. Yeah. So I, I'm trying to color code it. Okay, I got to look for orange. Pink is soccer. 
and then a lot of golf guys and you get into the baseball there's boxing canelo alvarez anthony joshua's down there yeah 24 I mean, you can kind of get the gist and then there's a shit ton of basketballs jake paul is oh, he's on there oh yeah number 37 yeah well 37 million in like purse and then 10 million in endorsements because so they're also throwing endorsements in yeah i don't know how fucking super accurate this is but you know you i mean it's it. accurate enough in saying that you know mma guys are not really on this list no i mean you get it i think there was like six five or six boxers on here and uh, jake paul were what you want to consider him but yeah um yeah, I mean, he's just Connor used to make that list, but he doesn't fight, never fights. No. I don't know what the fuck's happening with him. I heard he was lipping off with Dana again, but who knows? <laughs> I don't know if I had a UFC 300 because I thought they were supposed to announce something today. And I know I have some John Jones shit later, but I'll just say, uh, J- John just said within the past couple of days, Data had asked him the headline UFC 300, mm-hmm. and he had and he, said, he, he said fucking no. turned it down. He fucking turned. He's like, I'm not. He's like, I only got a couple of fights left in me. Like, I don't want to come back too soon and fuck up my shit. Like, I'm not. I'm not right. quite ready. I'm close, but I'm not quite ready. And I'm not gonna take like it's a super short notice fight now. If he took that, I mean that makes sense. And then who is? I mean. Again, I think he would fight Brock Lesnar. I think that's what they would make. Because he's not going to come back and fight Stipe. Like, fucking Stipe to headline UFC 300. Like, you're you're supposed to blow my dick off whatever this fucking announcement's supposed to be for the main Mm -hmm. event. He said they owe us two more fight announcements. It still is not the most epic card. And I think they're, they're struggling, like we've talked about, like, you don't have all your stars ready to fight. No, no, no. Yeah, I I think, uh, well, Dana came out and said, I think like a day or two ago, um, and he said, I know what I'm trying to do with UFC 300, but um, what I'm trying to do and what is going to happen could end up being two completely different things. Um, so <laughs> that doesn't leave a good taste in my mouth. Like, I, <laughs> I don't, I, it's April it's right now it's february we're we're like two, <laughs> two months, months out so you're gonna have to sign someone this week unless you want to put a fight on like you know on short notice but that seems fucked up the headline a card you know i don't know i don't, <clears throat> I don't know either i don't I think know what that, the fuck i think that doing. card's in trouble i think is what i think well they're stuck because all your stars, you have a handful of, of superstars and all the other UFC 100s, 200s were fucking epic. And now you're kind of backed into a corner and you need to do something fucking crazy. Well, here's here's the thought I had the other yeah. day, just thinking about this. This is a perfect opportunity for the UFC to say, fuck it, we, we got a problem. Let's not stay in the box. Let's get out of the box and let's put on some spec- spectacle as a main event, or at least put it on the card as a co-made event. If, if we're not going to make it the main event, something sure. crazy that isn't really even couldn't may not even be MMA strictly could be boxing could be who knows, like give us something that we're like, yeah, we, we want to tune in for this shit. Right. 
I, I don't I couldn't think of what it would be, but well, <laughs> like back in the day, it would have been that like Joe Rogan, Wesley Snipes, Dana White, Tito Ortiz boxing match that yeah. never happened. No, the yeah. Fedor. <laughs> yeah, do you bring him? Like, how much does it cost to get him back for a fight these days? Fedor versus Brock. I mean, shit. But do people even want to see that at this point? That's a problem too. Like that was something ten years ago, uh-huh. you know, or whatever. Not now. Is he gonna do the Jake Paul? Is he gonna jump the shark that hard? I, but I thought I think Jake's got a boxing match coming up, so he can't do that. So yeah, it's interesting. They're in a fucking pickle for sure. So. We'll see what happens. I'm not confident. <laughs> I'm not. Yeah. Because I think he's just scrambling at this point. Like, we're so fucked. And if someone holds out right now, God damn, I feel like every day they hold out is another $100,000. So if yep. you're, if you're, nego- if you're Dustin Poirier right now, you keep fucking squeezing that fucking lemon. You'll get the juice, bitch. Yeah. You train hard and you just hang out and you. Yeah. Win. Because then you're fucking your opponent also, the harder. Because yes. they're like, I don't, do I keep training? Do I not? Like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, Donald Cerrone was recently um, uh, part of the, I think, the Power Slap 6. Yes. Sixth event, right? And they interviewed him on there and they asked him, um, what you know, what did he think about Power Slap? And he said... Uh, I love it. This is like if you just want to watch knockout, 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 and hear CTE brain damage. This is the event. <laughs> he said, um, but you know, in in light of all that, he also said, not even I would do this. As he was laughing, <laughs> he's like, you got to be fucking nuts to do it. But it's fun because it's like ko ko ko. It's really what it is. So I mean, let's be real. That's exactly what it is. Hundred percent. Right? <laughs> You're not defending yourself, and typically they'd stop a fight if it was happening. And also at that event, look at this fucking crew. Like if I could have a street fight crew, you got to pick a three. Look at the three sitting next to each other here. You got Jorge Masvidal, Sean Strickland, and Cowboy Cerrone. Wow. You're gonna do all right. I think you'll be okay. You'll be all right. They'll take care of some shit for you. And I have one. I got, well, you have that other Motley crew. That was the uh, fucking Nate Diaz and Dr. Phil. So, holy shit. Double Motley crew. Seriously. Like, when are they ever going to get together? And then Sage Northcutt had, remember, he had those issues with one, with the visa shit. Yes. He went into some detail uh, somewhere. And this is what he said. He said, one championship is implying that I pulled out of that Shinya fight for unseen circumstances. That is completely inaccurate. I sent one championship the necessary paperwork they required to get my coach's visas 48 days ahead of the event. As told by them over the phone and by text, my main jujitsu coach, Fabio Prado, uh did not need a visa since i paid for his airfare flights and trips so he is not classified as a working employee that needed a visa and my other coach could get in touch or could get in as a tourist so he didn't need one either my coaches were there for almost a week and i was not informed that two of them could not coach until hours before my match 
I received a text from an unknown number that texted me for the first time that day. That was a ticket salesman asking me about getting my two coaches complimentary tickets to watch my fight in the audience. I personally believe that one championship was not going to inform me that my coaches were not allowed to corner me till I arrived at the arena to fight. If I did not hear from a ticket salesman hours earlier, we were also told hours before my match that if my coaches violated the visa requirements and were caught on camera, they would be arrested. And there was a 99.8% conviction rate on all arrests. I made it clear to one championship that I was not flying from America to Japan. If I didn't have my three coaches, I was told before I left to Japan by an executive that I would not have to fight without my coaches. They knew before I left that I would not be able to have two of my coaches. They never told me my coaches could be thrown in prison for any visa violation. There's been a lot of stuff going on behind the scenes with one championship with what caused me to withdraw from my last fight, as well as other things that I will talk about at a later time on Facebook, Instagram, and wherever else. And he says drug testing, weight cutting policies, uh, active athletes slash roster, one stability, etc. So mm-hmm. he said all that. And then I, I forgot where it was, but uh, who the fuck's that? Viking wrestler Josh Barnett. Josh Barnett said that that's all bullshit. Like he's been there a million times. You don't need fucking visas. Um, mm, so what's the not problem? A problem? So I don't know. I don't know. But again, it seems like they wanted him to lose or something. Yeah, or they're just like promoting that fight for Wolf tickets because then <sighs> he didn't fight. And that was, I don't know if, if Sage is the draw, you know, is he the draw over there? Maybe. I mean, in some capacity, he kind of looks like a superhero. Right. So so maybe. So just kind of weird. It is a super weird story. So anyway, that's his side. Hopefully we'll, we'll hear more in the future. Mm -hmm. What else is happening? Uh, I got one more tie in story. Sean Strickland, uh, Mm. real, real quick. He had this, uh, I don't know what you would call, like an exhibition match in, in the gym against uh, mm-hmm. said, said YouTuber here. And here he is um, blasting the shit out of somebody in the gym. I don't know if I can play the sound. Um, the guy obviously has no MMA skills. All he's doing is walking, walking Defending and walking yeah. backwards in a straight yeah. line. Yes. And Strickland is just like, I'm going to let you keep having the... I mean, it's just, and there's Forrest Griffin. He's like, that's enough. Be done. Bloodied him up pretty good. Um, what do you make of this? Like, I, whenever these fighters do this stuff, I, I, I'm like, dude, you're risking a lot by doing this stuff. It doesn't, it, to me, it doesn't make sense. But, well, uh, he was telling that guy afterwards, he's like, nice job. I just kept coming after you because you didn't go down. I was just going to keep hitting you until you went down. Uh-huh. I'm okay with it. Uh I feel like that's a YouTuber who I don't know what the agreement was either, like stepping in. Did he say like uh, I wanna like fuck you? I think you're bullshit, like some of these random like off the street guys that come in. No, I don't think it was that. that. 
or mm-hmm. like was it respectful i mean i kind of need to know the backstory before i can give a hundred percent input on that but mm-hmm. at the other side of this is uh, Sean is going to fuck you up. Do you think he's not going to go 100% on you? Do you think he's going to stop when they throw a towel in? He's not going to stop until someone physically grabs him. Like, I, I'm not surprised by that. And no one should expect anything less from it. Mm-hmm. And even even uh, Donald Trump now is behind Sean Strickland because he's Ooh. actually replaced Colby Covington Mm-hmm. as well he should because even in a speech that trump did he was giving some congratulations to son strickland and then they even had a face-off between the two of them oh yeah so look at that like trump about trump. shit himself <laughs> like oh my god i could have almost Is died trump a lefty uh, he might be like, i don't know you know but a lot of these guys put their hands up and i don't think they've ever put their hands up before when they get into uh, a stance like what do i do <laughs> what do i do with my hands like fucking point. will ferrell in that movie yeah. i can never think it's not it's days too, of thunder too late for me to think days of thunder what no no that's the tom cruise racing Tal- talladega nights that's right there you go yeah. but the okay. same guy was in days of thunder he was. not not the main actor yes but the other guy weird robert, robert duvall Mm-mm. No, the guy was in Step Brothers with them. Oh. That other actor. I don't know what you're talking about. You guys know. I'm not going to fucking yes. look it up. It's a lot of work. Uh, I saw, here's a weird one. Chris Cyborg is going to train Holly Holm for her UFC 300 return against fucking Kayla Harrison. I like it. it it's It's cool that she's doing it, but how does that help replicate Kayla's style? That's my question. Because like Kayla's style and Cyborg's style, it couldn't be more different. Yeah. I mean, maybe it's just a matter of getting somebody in to train, you know? So I, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, if you want to have a like one of the best fighters in the planet as a female yeah. to train with, 100% great idea. Yeah. But to mimic a style, not so much. No. Maybe she just really likes her. They're friends. Are you trying to... Give me some of this action. I don't know. Maybe. Sweet. Uh, well, one of them has an OnlyFans. Mm. They just don't know how to use it yet. They're going fishing and hanging out. <laughs> doing Here's the stuff. cyborg. Let's talk to her backstage at the bass fishing event here in fucking Bumblefuck, Tennessee's. Bass fishing. Yep. Something shit. like that. Let's see what else they got here. We had to, Oh, but, you know, I, we were talking about John Jones earlier. I'm going to pull him up here. He was talking about how, oh, I'm not quite ready. But then you see a video like this. Oh! And he's fucking, like, spearing someone. You tell him he's not ready to fight? He's not fight ready right there? Hmm. Trying to think, does that take pectoral muscles? Maybe not. Fuck yeah, it does. Mm-hmm. That's that's how he he ripped it before. He was taking someone down. He's a hundred percent. He's a fucking liar. Wolf tickets. <laughs> Wolf tickets and go. I'm gonna give you the fight move of the week. This is a new category for us. This is not a street fight. We're gonna see a couple street fights. And normally we don't play these because we get into trouble. 
But anyway, check this move out. Goddamn James Brown! <laughs> Motherfucker! He's hitting that. I wish I could play James Brown. That is awesome. Get up, get on up. Yeah. Get on up. Yeah, yeah. And then, I've never seen this action. There, I got to turn the volume down. We're gonna skip. We're gonna skip around a little bit. There was a fight over the weekend. We had a three versus one. Ooh. Three versus one. The one won the fight. Oh. Here we go. Oh, this looks we're, like bo- three boys and one man. Right. But <laughs> we're going to keep it small. Oh, he had a gong and everything. Go hit it, G. He's All right. Excited. Gong at motherfucker. What are we doing? Let's get to the fight. He's very excited. All right, gong. So they actually had the right technique of you want to take the guy down, right? Mm-hmm. Take him down. And the thing is, they they actually know MMA. The other three, they're just a weight class or two below him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So there's a lot of action going on. I'm going to fast forward. Are we going to see some KOs? Uh, something. I think we get a submission somewhere. Like the big guy's in trouble. He is in. Trouble. I don't know why. Oh, it must have been. They're doing two minute rounds, which probably makes sense. They're just swarming him like a. Well, you got like one guy should grab a leg, but he he guillotined that one guy. Like one guy's in a guillotine while he's still getting teed off on. That guy went to sleep. That guy went to sleep. Oh wow, he's out. Yeah. So what does that mean? So you got one down, and then they restarted as a two versus one. Two versus one. Okay. So let's let's go a little forward. I love this shit. (laughs) (laughs) You're funny. But he's got his back to the other guy. Never do that. You're fighting multiple people. You're back against the wall, all attackers, and you would try to keep them in a line so you're only fighting one at a time. Mm -hmm. Oh, I got the choke in. Yeah, we're moving moving forward. He's got another guy locked up. He's got a fucking guillotine. Tap another guy. Now this last guy is he had a, I was like that's not great, <laughs> that's not great. Yeah, but man, old man is tired now. Yeah, because now you can just walk this little guy down. <laughs> He's just manhandling He's like, him. All right, come do here, a fucking earning a choke, fucking trying to sink his hooks in. You don't even need the hooks in. You could just fucking <clears> choke <throat> him out. That guy is probably gassed anyway. Thought you're He's gonna so win, tiny, you bastard! Yeah, I got you now, bitch. Oh, bye, bye. <laughs> tap it. early, tap quick. Three, three submissions, impressive. That's fucking cool as shit. I want to see more of this. Mm-hmm. I saw Dana White was talking about Ronda Rousey. Uh, I think this was all the deposition shit. So, someone asked. It's like the question and answer. The question is probably whoever's doing a deposition. And then Dana's the answer. So question is, well, Ronda Rousey wasn't a star at the time that she was fighting under contract with Strikeforce, right? Dana White, till I turned her into a star. Question. Right, but the point is she wasn't a star at Strikeforce, correct? Dana White, yeah, no. Question, okay, so... I can't quite read this. Something this time is 2013. Dana White. Just for a record, I turned her into a star immediately when she got into the UFC. And they're like, okay. And Dana White, her first fight. So do you think that's accurate? Because her first fight was against Liz Carmouche, 
for the fucking whatever pie weight title. Was she? Well, was she a star prior? I think she was budding. I, yeah, and I think that's why they brought her over. I do think that there was a lot of cross promotion going on and different kinds of marketing. That they had like a show and those episodes leading up to the fight. I, I would say that he he definitely contributed to to her rise in stardom from where she was at. But I don't know about if he turned her and like he didn't pluck her out of no you know like bumblefuck Idaho. Like she no. people knew people knew who she was. You know, and that it was exciting when it happened. So I I disagree with that part. I, I don't think he turned her into a star. I think he helped her become a star, but she was already there. Like, yeah, she was on the path. It just it, it, the promotion helped for sure. But yeah, like I knew she was first round armbar. That's how I knew her because I we were watching fucking Strike Force, right? Yeah, judo so, throws and armbars. Yep. Yep. Like she's gonna fucking get a first round armor again, and then she almost lost that fight to Carmouche because Carmouche was like neck cranking her and almost yeah. tapped her too, and that would have right. fucking potentially destroyed her career <laughs> yeah. if Carmouche won that. So, because that shit would meet the the broken arm with Misha Tate, wasn't that in Strike Force? Yeah, it was in Strike Force. Yeah, so like bullshit, times. bullshit. Like she was already a star. Yeah, you know. So yeah. Fucking Dana. He likes to take a lot well, of credit for things. It's everything. Yes. It's everything. Yes. Scrolling back through. I just have knowledge left. So, yeah, I'm working through. I got about a handful more things. So, you're talking about this waste management Phoenix Open. So, I want to play. There was a street fight that happened there. The, the street fight sucks, but I want you to pay attention to one of the phrases said in the crowd watching this fight. Maybe the best thing I've ever heard. Jesus. I think it's not here. Terrible fight, by the way. Grab his dick and twist it! I didn't know we're still yelling. Twist it! I love it. I love it. Apparently, we are. Fucking Viva Las Vegas! All right. (laughs) Viva Las Vegas! I love it. And then hopefully this will open on this browser. Otherwise, I got to find another browser. I just saw Felice Herrig just retired from MMA. Oh no, kidding! I didn't know she was still fighting, so I figured, oh, let's pull up her Instagram. You know, she usually offers up some stuff. Strange. I believe she's on OnlyFans, you know. Strange bird, that one. She is. Her dad was one of our trainers for a little bit, which was weird. And we did see her in person, and she did come into that place where we were training, and goddamn, was she tiny. And she we saw really her fight tiny. in person, I think, a couple, a couple times. times locally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's do a little tweet a week. We got a handful. Let's see what happens here. I'll open three, and then I'll play them all. But I think they're playing on on the background. So let me uh, pre-pause some of these because they like to uh, play play. randomly here. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'll turn the sound off. Hey, you got a fast car. I got a plan to get us out of here. 
to fucking Wienermobile. <laughs> <laughs> fucking, I love the Wienermobile, man. Amazing. And let's see what's a. Uh, oh, this one. So get that stupid mask off your face and bring your titties over here, girl. Oh my God. She's oh, like, damn, raccoon's getting a little frisky with the lady friend. She, she seems to enjoy it. Yeah, <laughs> she liked that. What the hell? Putin. Yeah, I like Putin. Putin my cock up your mother's ace. I'm like, what? <laughs> I, I didn't remember hearing uh, that on the Sopranos, but apparently that was there. What a great show. One of the best shows mm. ever, ever on TV. I, I always think about going back and re-watching it, but it's it's it's, it's a, a lot of work. It's a commitment with five yeah. seasons, right? So, but so good. Oh, there were the so many one-liners in that show where I'm spitting out my drink. I'm like, he did not just fucking say that or crazy shit that would happen. Yeah, you know? he is therapist and he's trying to bang and did he ever hook up with the therapist? I don't remember if he ever got her. I think he did. There's a lot of tension. A lot of sexual tensions. Mm -hmm. And we'll do a little KO of the week. This okay. comes from uh, Epic New Event <laughs> with a new fighting surface. You can scope the fighting surface when I put this up here. I don't know how Ooh, this will be. Kumite. It's on like a padded skateboard ramp. The oh. gong again. I, I don't know if this is the same event. Why do those guys have to be shirtless? I don't get it. I don't know. This looks epic. And out. <laughs> the knee. This is I don't know. literally like blood sport, but Yeah, smaller. it's got that feel. I like it. I don't know why those guys had that safety vest on. I think they're doing a little safety dance. Mm -hmm. And then that takes us right into knowledge. What do you got? Uh, my piece of knowledge is this beautiful video I found on the internet. So I wanted to get your take on it. Sure. Uh, new sport. Nice. I, I do like what is this sport again? Curling. Thank you. I always thought naked women's curling would be the best, but this might beat it. <laughs> yep. I'm down with this. Uh this is a bar stool sports knowledge thing. They just said a pro thong bikini protest has been organized for Friday in Australia after a businessman wrote a letter to the local mayor asking for them to be banned from their beaches. So they, they're just giving you a taste of what you might see on said beaches. So just giving you a little preview of what could be going down. I always thought that was neat. Mm -hmm. Like sand, sand's neat. Someone well, might even say it's nice. I don't know. That's is good. Yeah. Mm. But you can kind of get a, a hint of where they're going with this. I do get a hint of where they're going. I mean, they really went deep on that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> wow. And uh, we'll close this out. So I didn't know every car had this option. So when you're driving, there's, you know, a lot of modes. And apparently mm -hmm. this one's got the fucking blowjob mode. Wow. I don't know what do? it does. <laughs> that sounds awesome. But <laughs> It puts the blinkers on. As people know, maybe the car takes over. It's like Tesla yeah. mode and like it drives for you. It's super like breaky though. Maybe it just pulls you over. I don't know. Does something. Does something nice. That's what it's all about. Just do nice things to people. Yeah. And, and things will be returned upon you tenfold, tenfold. The nicer you are, the nicer things happen to you. And on that note, the show done. Oh, man, am I tired. That has been this week's edition of Family Nuts. My name is Ingo Weigold. I'm Akira. Thanks for playing. See you guys next time.